And by the way, I checked out your mixtape, and it's great. I know, it's fire, right? <laughs> but, uh... Get to the point. Point being... We're gonna work down it. We take what we want and leave the rest. All culminating in me releasing my summer playlist. Great compilation tape. You could tell a lot about a person by what's on their playlist. So, um, what are you listening to? Uh, music. But tell me, do you enjoy music? What kind of music do you usually have here? There's a genre. Neutral. So, do you like stuff? Hey, this is Ducky here to welcome you to Genre Neutral, the only podcast dedicated to prospecting gems from the vast and mystical frontier we call music. From Brooklyn bass to Afro punk, we absorb sound and reverberate only the dopest. Back to you, the listener. Swamp, come here. How you doing, man? <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, I love surprises. All right, I'm going to tap Swamp in. Swamp, do you remember? I don't want to put you on the spot. But I'm doing an um, interview with these cats right now. Um, do you remember anything about this song? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So this is what it's about, yes, right? Yes, yes. yes Me so yes, born. Yes, yes, yes. Imagine this. Thinking too hard might crush the images. Thought about that before I pushed to you the instant. Uh-huh. Circular patterns existing, great minds alike too. So when I consider myself a genius to speak to all of you, I relate as if the capacity to understand is vast. I mean, it's grand. Giving the opportunity to each and every last person to be at ease with how I view the listening. Are you listening? I would never dumb down my speech to equivalent beings I wish to be. Hell no. Especially if I'm trying to raise the bar. I keep good faith in speaking, trusting you know who you are. You know who you so are. So before I give you more info, prepare yourselves to see. My flesh become another spirit looking nothing like me. There, there, I did it. Voice sounds so different. I've successfully become another person. Imagine this image and continuous flow. I'm responsible for versatility grown over. Ripping apart stereotypics. Nine out of I forgot I rapped on this joint. This yeah, right. He was like, he was like, uh, hey, who's the third guy? He's like, I don't know who that is. And I was like, it's me. He's like, oh, this is like one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you remember about this particular track? Um, basically, when we got the beat, I started thinking about like certain ideas, and we had already kind of been doing like some more cinematic type stuff. So I thought of a more cinematic type of like uh, story, you know, and um, I just basically wanted to kind of give the audience like a, a chance to hear or or you know like uh, imagine what it was like when 
a song tries to take you through an uh an imaginary world where he or she the, the person the spirit you know what i'm saying is becoming everything it is that they would like to be in order to accomplish things and you know what's crazy is like one of those actually came out and it was what is it is it since eight is oh yeah exactly that is exactly my idea like exactly <laughs> like to the t you know <laughs> that's awesome yeah, well, it's, it's, so, I'm, I love to hear you describe it like that because that's exactly what was the message that I got when I heard this, you know, over 10 years yeah. ago. It was like, just, you know, discover who you are, you know, feel free to exactly. recreate yourself and become exactly. something different. Yeah, it was a great, great song. And it, this is like during a time where, you know, as far as like getting signed or it, at least, you know, having a group that was down to do a lot of the same things that you are you know you felt a lot more free and you felt like you know like da vinci would be like you know a, an extension of my arm or extension of you know saying certain words that i haven't ex you know like uh experienced yet <laughs> you know what i'm saying totally. like just different different types of definitions to the same scenarios and uh you know really branching that out and taking uh the group serious and and trying to uh, personify like every aspect of what you know you kind of put into this game and put into this uh this industry you know what i'm saying with with music in itself i've always kind of you know thought about things just like that like whenever like for instance when we was, well i should say when freestyle fellowship came out like and i heard the different styles i was like yo i wonder what it's like chilling in a room with them you know what i'm saying like how they how when they hear a beat like immediately what comes to each each and every one's you know what I'm saying head and um this you know kind of searching and branching branching out uh with this type of track like allowed uh me to kind of do that you know what I'm saying so everybody was down as soon as I you know as soon as I started to say hey this is what it is you know we're we're all one person but somehow we're experiencing it in a different way yeah what was your experience with the song like you you came across that album how and when you heard that song like the impact it made for you and and and, and how contextually that you know worked within your life at the time are, are you asking me yeah yeah i mean so first of all how I found this song, uh, we have, we've talked about this before on our show, we kind of compete in our family for having the best music. And so in high mm. school, I finally got my first hard drive. And I'm like, yo, Evan, can you can you give me all your like, the, all the best music, basically? Yeah. So he just gives me like 10,000 songs. I come across the album Tour de Salila. And I come across I mean, I put it on my, my iPhone or my phone. And uh, the song I am nothing that name just all that just immediately resonated with me. So first I started the album from the beginning. Pole is a great, a great oh song. That's, God, that's yeah. how it starts. Really great song. A lot of great, great music on that album. Um, but then yeah, I am nothing just that the name alone really resonated with me at the time. Uh, I was what 2000. So 2006 or something. Yeah, maybe earlier. Yeah, I don't know. Probably 14, 14, 15 at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And yeah, at the time I was just having 
major identity crisis. Like, uh, there's a uh, another artist from the West Coast, Pigeon John. Uh, he has a song called Identity Crisis. Yep. Fucking another just inspirational really kind dope, of for yeah. my life. Yeah. Um, but I heard this, and you know, this idea of I am nothing, and I, I started to just kind of try to figure out who I was. And at that time in high school, I would like one day I'd be wearing like a polo vest with like a tie. The next day I'd be wearing like dope Reebok high tops with like a fucking purple hoodie or something. Yeah, it was just fucking crazy for me. Um, but <laughs> wow. it was like it made me feel comfortable to be like, I don't really care what people want to say. I'm trying yeah. to understand what I like and what makes me comfortable. And and that, you know, now I just am more confident than ever about like who I am and, and what I like. And I, I owe it a lot to like your music in general. There's like another song from As If I Existed that has a very similar kind of message, I believe, is Your Turn, if I remember correctly. Yeah. You guys talk um, about that same like idea of just like becoming different people and, under, and trying to understand where your mind could be yeah. as like a man or a woman. And that, that whole thing is just really beautiful conceptually. Yeah. Man, that, that was, I wrote that like in, man. Nah, man. That was when we performed it more like, but like, uh, I wrote that in, when I was in college. Like, it was. Oh, that, that main part. Yeah, that main part, you know. Um, and that was during a time where it was, uh, like, I was, I was exploring myself, you know. And it was, it was also during a time where, you know, the hoodie for me in Chicago was that was my identity you know like it, it it kept everything else out you know and that's that's all i needed so once everything else was out like i could be to myself and that's what i wrote like that's that's how that swam sounded you know <laughs> like that swam in that hoodie was just like man that though so those those thoughts especially when you uh, to hear you talk about it like that that's exactly where i was man when I was writing that, you know? Yeah, so, and I've, over the years, I've, I've tried to present this music to all my friends as like, it's just has beautiful messages and encourages you to kind of question the what society is telling you to be and try yeah. to understand for yourself, what do you want to be kind of. Definitely. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, coming from that, again, that state of mind, as well as like the, the state that I was actually in, um, uh, and and the city just chicago in itself was man you know being a black male in chicago during that time with those types of thoughts <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you talk about being outcasted yeah you know right. I mean? that, that was yeah. <laughs> that was the epitome of it but um with your with that confidence you know you actually could gain some sort of circle and find the other people that were actually connected to that same type of thought so that's how i met quail i, I met all of those cats through that type of thinking because they were although some of them you know utilized uh different strategies in order to kind of combine with different people and different cliques and stuff like that uh once again like once they got into those circles and started presenting the music out like you heard more of the stuff that's kind of like on that record you know it's interesting about the about that track is that um you know in the beginning of that uh, i am nothing you hear swam shout miso one 
Yeah. Yeah. And he's one of the dudes that like, I, I didn't know Swam at this point. This was when Swam was in Chicago and I was in Wummelsdorf, <laughs> you know? And uh, um, we, we met down here in Orlando, but you know, uh, I, I, I know we know we're family, man. Like, like super fam, you know? So uh, I know his history before that as well. And, and I know Mizo is one of those characters also yeah. in your life that, that you found. Yeah. He was the one that, that encouraged that understood, you know what I'm saying? He was the one that first got it. And uh, the, the way that we even connected was um, it was, there was a fire, a fire, some of some sort in, in the building, in the, um, the dorm room. Right. And uh, instead of running out, me and him were the only ones in our building making a beat out of the fire alarm, and I was rapping over it. That was <laughs> that was like our, you know, an initiation into like understanding who each other was and like you know really trying to take it there. You know what I'm saying? So, and that was you know a lot of my introduction uh, into the world of me. You know what I mean? Like it's just taking it there knowing that i could take it there you know what i'm saying so both of those tracks you know again one was later the other earlier but like a lot of them tied to the same thing you know same exact thing that's so that's so dope to hear you talk about you know your lifestyle like that when you when you discuss that also it makes me think of what soliloquist is to me you talk about kind of what the music was for you at least those songs in, in a nutshell but and, and how it resonated with you at that particular time but for me um, among all the things that Soliloquist is including family and all these other things uh, I wrote this down when you were talking about your experience with it I wrote 20 year incubator you know like to me it feels like and I don't mean to downplay what we do from this point on or what we did or us as a group or us as any other entity, family or beyond into just being something that like incubated us to be who we are even more now. But for me, like in addition to those other things, I feel like uh, Soliloquist was exactly what he was talking about, this, this opportunity for us to kind of encourage us to be ourselves, whatever that meant, you know, to the utmost degree. And, you know, we were born into a place to be together for that, that time. And I, I I talk about it in past tense because it it really feels like to me, like (coughs) everyone from soliloquist is out of the incubator now. You know, like we we created a bubble and we earned a bubble that we could like interact with each other in for like 18 or 20 years or something like that. No, uh, let's say 18 years just to be the most accurate. Um, But within that 18 years, it's just like the, the, the trial that we put each other through the the things we held each other to, the standards we held ourselves and us to, you don't see that anywhere. You know, not then, especially not now. And, you know, 
I'm, I talked about like the sustainable practice method I teach now and things like that. That's informed by three things, largely. My upbringing as uh, a martial artist, as martial arts is like my very first art that I was taught before I could walk or talk. How that manifested into me being a creator and my creative life. And the time with soliloquists. You know, like in the heavy, you know, uh, concentration of what soliloquist was at that time. Because it was so, it, those are my more, most formative years. And that's why I kind of talk about it in past tense. We're, we're putting out new stuff. We're going to be doing stuff. I don't want to talk about it like Yeah, so you got a new journey ahead yeah, of you. Yeah, the new journey now, though. Yeah. It's, but it, yeah. it really feels like we get to, like, be the, like, like that was, like, all the, you know, first, second, third, all 18 trimesters of, <laughs> you know, my yeah. birth <laughs> and our gotcha. birth, you know, and, and putting a lot of it. I can't, it's, it's really hard to, like, give it do it justice with words but like that's really what it feels like to me is is um that was such a concentrated social experiment without us knowing it you know us living together for 18 years and shit still living together <laughs> you know <laughs> and and yeah. and just like i just feel like now like whenever swam and i see each other even though we live with each other whenever we see each other it just feels like a damn celebration of everything that's yeah. come before us like we earned each other so well. Plus, like doing doing that type of music in a world like this, like every day and being dedicated in that way, like that total it turns you into somebody totally different. You know what I'm saying? You're no longer like the eighty five percent at all. Like, you know, not even the ten percent. Like it you know something that people don't and you do things that people don't on a regular even the way you buy your groceries and stuff like that you know what i'm saying it, it's totally different you know what i mean so like when things like covid and things like that hit like it, you you told you handle it in a totally different way and um i think that's what the most important part about like writing like that as your practice you know what I'm saying? Uh, having people around you, surrounding you like that, you know, in your practice day to day to day uh, and actually going out there and saying, OK, fuck it. I'm going to it's all or nothing. You know what I'm saying? With this particular kind of thing, like not selling out, not, you know, what I'm saying going with any type of flow, going against the grain 24 <laughs> seven. Like this is me like this, you know, yeah. With a, with, a, with a truly awesome. unique and bespoke brand of ownership. Yeah. You know, not not like not like adhering to any particular one that's been set forth before. And when he yeah. says like, you know, you're privy to information. I'm not saying it the same way yeah, you did yeah, it, yeah. but you know, when he when he uh, expressed that you were privy to information that other people aren't, you know, that's absolutely true, because I don't know anyone else who's done that. I don't know anyone else who's incubated under those particular set of circumstances like that ever like i'd never met any any situation like that the closest thing i could find to it was when i met miss lauren hill you know what i mean like when i met her it felt like oh were you hiding in our closet these years you know what i mean like because it just felt really kindred right right but i mean even then there's certain stuff that is that that we're afforded given the context the unique context that we 
earned, created, and and chose. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, for um, all those years. Uh, to add on to that, like, like even that, as far as your under, understanding of things, like even down to the fact where, you know, an artist can can say things or do things where they go into a room and they say, "Hey, I don't want anybody looking at me." Like you totally, again, you under you start to understand things like that, and it's like, <laughs> it's really. Uh, it's really a different world. Like you definitely put on a different suit, you know, every day, almost like that cape, you know. And uh, a lot of people on the outside world will 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 classify it. The, I think the biggest thing that they know uh, to describe that is ego. You know what I'm saying? But it this is some it's some totally well, different. What I what I what resonates the most with me, what you said, Swam, is when you have the confidence to be yourself, you attract those other people that are like minded to you. Yeah. And so what you guys have done over the years is you just created a catalog, almost like a love story of this relationship with each other and yourself. That I mean, for me, it will live in, in history as just one of the greatest. See, even groups the language, ever. even the language changes. Like that was really dope the way you said that. Yeah. I mean, that's how it makes me feel. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you pick you 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 transcribe the feeling perfectly. Um, that's that's exactly what it is. It's just like it's this. Uh, you know, I I always felt like I earned uh, my relationship with with Swam, Alex, and and and, and Bondi, Tanya. You know, like I always felt like it's something like everything I worked for up until that point, like was a graduation to to know these people, and then then the real work began. <laughs> and shit, man. And 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 you know, you mentioned as if we existed the album, and I remember we were in the Bottle Tree in Alabama. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Is Bottle Tree is a name of a venue? Was that the art? Which argument? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that. Uh, I think I think Atlanta, I know what you're talking about. That was Atlanta. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, we've had some great ones, man. Um, yeah, family uh, does that. Yeah, but yeah. but the, the difference is like we always knew it. Like we were, like it, people from the outside. The I'll, I'll I'll do an aside little anecdote really quick. And, the Atlanta argument. People from the outside always would look at it like we were fighting each other, but we knew we were fighting the glass between us. Right. You know, like we'd be swinging and it looked, but we're like trying to break what's separating us, not each other, you know? And um, I remember we were in an argument driving, him and I were in an argument driving to, uh, to Atlanta. And you gotta understand also like, just the context of this for me, you know, when did you meet me when I was 18? Yeah. I was 18 and I started like worshiping this man because he'd tell me about these prophetic dreams and I was just like, yo, I want to follow you. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I'm talking like my, you know, your most adult formative years from like 18 to, you know, I'm like, what, uh, 30? I don't know. Yep. <laughs> I think I'm no, I'm 38. Yes. Yeah? Sure. Yeah, Look it up. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, uh, so it has been 20 years. Yeah. Shit. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, at least at least as long as we've known mm -hmm. each other. Um, <clears throat> yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, man. Uh, so we were on an argument on the way to Atlanta and we get to the, this was like the A3C festival before it was the A3C festival. It was like the first or second iteration of it. I think when it was just like a show and now it's like a big multi-venue takes over the whole city festival. Right. Uh, but, but this was back then where it was just like a show and we were arguing like, and we took it inside and like, we were like, dramatic reenactment, right? We love this dude. Dres the Beatnik, he was hosting the show. He came over to us and he was like, fellas, fellas, like, let's get along, blah, blah, blah. And this is what we did. We're like, we do this because we love each other. You know, like, we like defended our right to argue with each other. Totally. Like, on cue. Because, you know, we knew that going through this with each other was us earning more. And, and better that, that show oh that show wound up obviously amazing you know <laughs> i'm sure we, yeah yeah we 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 always earn like the the graduated step by going through but this uh to go back to my other story of uh the bottle tree is a venue in yeah. alabama at the time maybe still be there i don't know but um we uh we were talking about the album you know we were talking about what is what's the name of the album going to be and I think it was Swam. I, you came up with that as if we existed. Mm-hmm. But man, it was just so perfect because it was just like, for me, it's it's just the epitome of what we're talking about currently, where it's just like, let's just pretend like what we've built is a real thing. Like it, like it already exists. Like this is this is a normalized way of being. You know, like, and, and, and the way that it played into the listeners trilogy that we put out, it was the opening act. It was the, the function of as if we existed was the same. It was like, you know, just come sit down, you know, suspend your disbelief, watch this play and nice. pretend the characters are real. You know, like we are owning ourselves. Just, you know, humor us and, and follow along like, the people that we say we are is actually who they are you know and and it's kind of like what you were doing in school is like just exercising the right to choose who you are and choose to explore and change it whenever you want mm-hmm. you know and for us to do that as a collective with such different people you know what i mean now granted if you put us all in a room with other people we're going to stand apart together <laughs> you know <laughs> but like I mean, I come from cow shit smelling, you know, Wummelsdorf, you know, and he comes from Chicago, and Alex comes from Wisconsin, met him in Chicago when she went to Chicago, you know, Tanya is from Ithaca, New York, right, and all different backgrounds, and, and it's just like, I use, man, one of my favorite things, like, like in life you know like just us what we what we have done what we do so thankful for it that's awesome well i just wanted to give you a heads up we're coming up on the end here and i wanted to talk uh before we end here on studio sensei you brought that up and i noticed yeah you did workshops and what, what's the intent behind this this project studio sensei is 
you know, uh, very much like a continuation of of what we're talking about here. Um, I think even because he asked about second subject, I think I think even our efforts with second subject. Um, uh, and if you have more questions about second subject, Swan's a good person to ask too. But um, I think even with efforts with second subject, it's all just trying to like expand this bubble, <laughs> you know, like expand what we saw, tried, and tested amongst ourselves and know could be ultimately beneficial. And, uh, you know, if, if we were beta testing that way of life for 20 years, like uh, all of these are just like the, uh, point, uh, the, one, the 1.0 versions of, of what we beta test, like the, the public releases. And Studio Sensei is one of those things for me. Second Subject is one of those things. You know, uh, Studio Sensei is is my way to formalize being an evangelist of of trusting yourself. <laughs> you know, and um, cool. I came to a point of self-realization. You know, through my artistry and through my work with Soliloquist and everything, where I realized that um, a lot of what I wanted to do artistically was not did not necessarily fit into the outfits that I had to choose from and uh, when you find yourself in that position you kind of feel like in like an author in a world where people don't read you know you're showing people books and they're like oh this is cool and they throw it in <laughs> to you know they throw it in their fireplace you know because <laughs> they don't understand the value of what happens when you open that thing up you know and sure burns bright but there the, what it could in, spark inside of you could be so much more poignant and uh for me like process has always been something that i really wanted to uh market and and uh, just share really like uh one of the things that i i, I always felt was criminally undershared was this the, the most special nature of soliloquist which was like our non-album interaction. You know what I mean? Like you guys can hear the the music, but you don't live with us. And like to me, I, I'm like in awe of what we do as people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'm just like, man, this is crazy. Like I wish we had a reality show or something just because <laughs> I don't see this. And had I seen something like this growing up, I would be very encouraged and probably much further along in, in my self-ownership than I, than I currently am, which is, you know, something that I can't shrug at. Um, but I'm, I can only imagine, you know, if this was a normalized way of being, you know, what we'd have access to. And so because I felt like an author in a, in a, in a town or city where people couldn't read, you know, it, it turns to me to be like, okay, what do you, do you get better at writing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, do you make more books? Yeah, sure. But do you also teach? And that's, 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 that's something for me where I'm just like, okay, cool. This is, this is something that I want to do and something I'd already been doing unofficially for so many years anyway, <laughs> both in uh, the martial arts space teaching and, you know, being that person that people always ask advice, technically uh, mentorship, even what to eat. I've, I've, I've um, 
played official mediator for big like companies that were arguing with each other. I played unofficial couples therapy therapist for, for a bunch of people, you know, um, and studio sensei was just my way of formalizing all of that into a framework that could just be that much better at being shared with others, you know, cause unsolicited advice or unsolicited mentorship or <laughs> even just, <laughs> unsolicited mentorship that's funny <laughs> i'm gonna mentor you yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, basically like the uh even even if it's not just necessarily unsolicited or solicited but actually just not set up an official framework of like i'm coming to you because i want this and i will pay you for this and that and there's like an exchange of value so that you value the work even more mm. um Totally. That's I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Studio Sensei is. It's my platform for creative wellness. And through it, I teach a sustainable practice method, which is a way to ultimately trust yourself by practicing real world skills like intuitive literacy, which is what I call the ability to properly, accurately interpret and read and interpret your um, intuitive voice into action. And. Uh, pretty much do whatever you want to be doing it, it's and it's also kind of like a guise for me to help people in anything in their life through the guise of helping you creatively yeah. well, so awesome. I, do, I do my workshops i do one-on-one -on -one sessions with people uh i i also create and sell like different uh things for um like music for making music like sound packs and things like that and, and courses and tutorials and i run a online community called the studio sensei dojo on my discord and yeah pretty much but the the kind of like internal motto is the flow is the focus the flow is the focus anything that's related to flow that's what i'm interested in, in enabling more of awesome I'm, I'm thoroughly inspired. I can say yeah. that. Might even be a bit starstruck. I got a lot to think about. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're so glad that uh, I got Swamp, Swamp could join us. And thank you, Da Vinci, yeah. for, for sharing your, your story with us. It's been fantastic. And yeah, we're excited to, to share this with other people. I mean, you've been so inspirational for us that this is exactly what we were hoping to do is just share your message, kind of get that out there with other people as well. So. I'm glad exactly. we were able to make it happen. I'm, I'm really thankful for you guys. Um, not just reaching out and, and considering us for, for this, but also, you know, the reason I ask you questions is because it can be lonely in a bubble. You know, the bubble's cool, but uh, you want to know that this stuff is translating. <laughs> yeah, totally. inside the bubble, totally. Yeah, and to hear people like that you, you know, never formally met before, like say something that you live or put into the work that you share uh, back to you so eloquently and, and it's just like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> it's just great. It's, it's so I appreciate that. We appreciate that for sure. That's a, that's a, that's a gift, man. Okay. I'm glad we can all be on this journey today together. That was, it's been fantastic. Absolutely. So uh, just a quick little thing. Swam's got music coming out. We got music coming out. Um, I don't want to talk about stuff too early, but we got stuff in the works. Um, yeah, <laughs> I won't go into specific specifics, 
but uh, you'll know about them as soon as it's worth knowing about them. And uh, if you go to studiosensei.com, you can sign up for sessions with me, uh, stay in touch with, with me via that work. Go to Instagram.com. Um, I'm on at DaVinci, D-I-V-I-N-C-I, and at Studio Sensei. And yeah. See ya. Well, I like it. I look forward to all of it. And I'm definitely yeah. going to check out Studio Sensei. We'll be following your work. I'm excited to see everything you're coming out with. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Peace, y'all. Tremendously. Peace. Peace. Have a good rest of the day. Appreciate it. That's it for this episode of Genre Neutral, the only podcast that prospects the depths of sound and artistry for dope gems that inspire. Connecting you with new cultures, fresh music, and the most hyphy perspectives on life. I'm your host as always, Duckman. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Be sure to check out Genre Neutral on all social platforms. <laughs>